0: stone axes um did, was was the material quarried locally or did they
1: for a long while dean might want to talk about this but for a long while in the sydney basin i thought that stone axes all came from down down south or out west but just lately in the last couple of years we've discovered a um a, a quarry yeah. a, i won't say the name of the place i don't no. want people going there but there's a quarry here where the, um, the where the stone, the pebbles that were used for the stone axes are in uh, abundance. Yeah,
0: there's plenty of them just yeah. laying there. But because, again, because it's not a made, uh, manufactured tool, people are walking past it because they don't they open don't their see eyes it. when yeah. they're there. Yeah. They don't understand that stuff that a lot of the stuff that Aboriginal people made uh, took time and mm. it didn't just jump out of a magic packet. No. So, um, yeah, yeah that stuff's still here, and it will remain here because we, we won't put that stuff in books. Hmm. If we're telling people, yeah. Yeah. they generally get a bit curious and go in there and start taking things out.
1: Yeah, A friend of mine, I gave him the dimensions for a stone axe, you know, the length and the size and the weight even. Because stone axes, you've got to have them at a certain weight, otherwise they're, not, they're ineffective as a cutting tool. But once they get above that weight, they become overly weighty and they become, you know, ineffective that way. So 600 grams is about the average weight of a stone hack- axe. So I gave him the size and shape of a stone axe and I told him where to go and he went down and got a blank, what we call a blank, that's just the pebble, and it took him, he tells me, between 6 and 10 hours to grind that into a usable axe. He won't share it, though. No, he wants to keep a hold of it. And very nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 There.
0: The 600 grams, that's the actual... Um the pebble. The pebble, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that'd be the finished weight?
1: That's the finished weight, yeah. So yep. it would have been maybe 620 or 630 when he picked it up. Yeah. And by the time he's finished grinding it, it's 600.
0: And then the handle, um, were there spe- specific types of wood that they were going for? Well, for? Uh, Dean knows yeah. more about that than I do. Yeah, a lot of the timbers would be your hardwoods. Mm. Um, you know, your iron barks are always good. A lot of your your wattles, mm. your, what they call acacias. Yeah. I mean, unless you're with the old people, that, when you when you're learning about this stuff it, it, it's hard to learn unless you go with them, because when they talk about tea trees and wattles, there's not 900 tea tr- uh, wattles in Australia. That's right. So unless you're there with them, you,
1: don't know what uh, the you, you
0: won't is. know, they'll just say that's a wattle. They know what tree it is, mm-hmm. and only and an old fellow from Can River taught me how to make boomerangs, um, probably three years ago now, and it took him six hours to make one perfect boomerang, but he always talked about this gum tree waddle. And it was just a common term he used, because when he seen that tree, well, the, the it'd give itself up, because the gum was on the outside of it. Mm. But I wasn't listening to what he said. I was always looking for the science and, and all this thing, but it was this waddle here, Decurrence. Mm. This one here, gum tree mm. waddle, the, the gum sits on the outside of it, and I ate that as a kid through the mm. bush. That's right. But he gave, me the, he gave me the answer. I just didn't look at what was there.
1: Now, what we know is around here that they use that. And, as a, and sometimes, depending on if you get a piece that had a natural fork in it, um, peel the bark off it and, and heat it and mould it onto the thing. Or you can split one and bind it on. And we know that they use kangaroo intestines. Um, you strip them out and you tie them on. And th- those intestines become as hard as iron. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was out in the bush oh, 20 or 30 years ago shooting, we were shooting some wallabies and uh, one of the blokes broke the stock of his rifle and we were oh, really upset. You know, what we're going to do, it was a beautiful rifle and it just broke where the pistol grip comes on. One of the old fellows said, no problem, he got a bit of Spinifex gum, held it in place, then we got one of the guts of the kangaroos, we just cleaned it, stripped out all the shit from it stripped it back, put it in warm water to get it nice and pliable and we just bound it up. The next morning we get up better the best rifle in the place. Perfect. Yeah. So these, you know, these old guys really knew That's their stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and what people don't understand and, and don't give credit to the old people for what they were uh, and what that knowledge is still today they were doctors. They were scientists. Um, yeah, they were across every trade that we have today. They were specialists. Sixty thousand years of knowledge. Um, they must have learned something about this place. Unfortunately, for those who are really, I guess, understanding and want to learn about this stuff, they'll never get it because um, it's not. It's not for the books. It's whenever we talk about this stuff, we talk in certain codes, and and there's different levels of knowledge. Um, and that'll continue, you know, just so we can protect it. And, you know, I'm 45 now. I only have um, a little bit of that knowledge. I'll never get 60,000 years. That's impossible. But I'm satisfied with what I know. Um, and I'm learning all the time. Every time I spend time with Les, I, spend, I, I learn something new. You know, when I spend time with an old woman, I, I learn little bits of those secrets, those jigsaw puzzles that give me my story, my dreaming. Awesome. And we're,
1: we share. We always have share, shared yep. our culture. That's yep. that's that's how, you know, men pass knowledge on by sharing with the younger men. That's always been the way. Yep. Mm.
0: And one of the things that has interfered with that sharing has been money, mm. uh, putting the value. On, on money instead of putting it on the time we spent yeah, together. cruel thing. Uh, that respect, yeah. Mm. And for our people, me and Les's people, it's it's destroyed it and it continues to destroy us. We've got leaders now in this country that I don't feel they're leaders. Yeah. I just think they're holding hands with, with government and they're not getting the decisions we need for our people to move yeah. forward. There's still a lot of stuff that needs to be addressed.
1: They're on good uh, salaries and they're yep. frightened of losing those salaries. And as soon as money comes into the picture... Culture goes out the window.
0: And we we often refer to them as job protection mode. Absolutely. uh,
1: Yeah. No, it's cruel. It's one of the things that I've tried to instill in anyone I talk to. The knowledge that I have and the knowledge I'm passing on is not to be turned into a commercial item. It's to be shared and passed around.